Hi, and welcome to First Bite, a Nation's Restaurant News Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Petrie. Today is Friday, February 16th, and here are your top stories. First, Taco Bell unveils more than a dozen new menu items. The food ranges from a five-item chicken menu to a Baja Blast gelato. Second, Inspire Brands considers IPO for $20 billion. Bloomberg reports that work capital is weighing the possibility. Third, Menu Tracker, new items from Wingstop, Taco Bell, and Popeyes. See what chains added to menus this week. Fourth, restaurateurs mourn the death of David Boulay. The groundbreaking chef was admired for his creativity, style, and technique. And finally, Uncommon Brands launched to help grow emerging restaurant concepts. Uncommon Brands is focused on providing the necessary infrastructure, like marketing and technology, to help emerging restaurant brands grow to their potential. Now let's dive deeper into a trending story from our website. Shake Shack is testing combo meals for the first time at some of its drive-thrus, as well as an 8-ounce mini shake and sundae at select restaurant locations, CEO Randy Garuti said during a conference call announcing the chain's fourth quarter and annual earnings. Garuti said the limited service industry has already established that customers like combo meals, such as sandwiches, fries, and a drink, at drive-thrus, and he wanted to try them at his chain while still maintaining the brand's identity of offering a relatively upscale experience. Desserts, such as the sundaes that Shake Shack offered before the pandemic and the mini shakes that it started testing in the beginning of last year, are being tested at select locations to see if they can boost sales and increase afternoon traffic. For more on this story, let's turn to Brett Thorne. All right, so we are in earnings season and Shake Shack reported this morning, Brett. So can you tell me a little bit about what the call was? Yeah, they had a pretty good quarter. Same store sales were up 2.8% for the quarter and 4% for the year, so nothing breathtaking, but decent. And uh, traffic uh, was up for the quarter by 1.4%, which is better than shrinking. And their profit margins are up a bit. They're trying to get to 20% profit. They're close. They're at 19 some odd. Um, But I thought what was most interesting about the call was the fact that they're testing some new things to help drive traffic. And and they're they're in small markets. They're isolated because they want to figure out how it works. Uh, one thing they're testing is combo meals, which is something they've never tried before. Uh, they're doing doing it at their locations that have drive-through windows. So, because what CEO Randy Garuti and everybody else in the industry had surmised was that combo meals do well in drive-through. They allow for easy ordering, a fast uh, transaction, uh, and basically streamlining everything. And this was a a topic of conversation during the question and answer period. And some people asked, are you going to be discounting? Are you not? He said, I don't know. We're going to test a bunch of things. Some of the stuff at some places we might discount at others. Maybe it's just the convenience that they're looking for, and you can charge the same. Uh, so they, they're they trying to understand what their customers want, and they also want to continue to offer uh, the premium service that they uh, take pride in so that even though you're going through the drive-thru and you're ordering a combo, there's something upscale about that. I don't know what that is except for longer uh, wait times because Shake Shack does make everything to order. So them figuring out how to do that during uh, a drive-through situation, I don't know. We'll we'll 
see how that works. And that's why they're testing it because they don't know. But another thing that's interesting that they're doing is they are trying to offer more desserts. And as Garuti pointed out, it is called Shake Shack. So, you know, shakes, they do sell a lot of shakes, but they're, they're known for their burgers, really. And so they're trying to capitalize on their name and on the fact that there's not a lot going on at their restaurants in the afternoon. To, so they're offering uh, both more shakes and mini shakes, little eight ounce shakes, and Sundays, which they used to have before COVID. And then, you know, they had to streamline their operations, especially since they operate mostly in big urban centers. And so they really took a bad hit uh, during lockdown. And they're getting back toward uh, 2019 level profit margins. That's their, that's their goal. They are much larger in size than they, than they were then. They have more than 500 locations now. So they're getting pretty big. Um, trying to see the total of locations and I can't find it, but it's over 500 locations. And uh, so now they can add a bit of complexity, especially if you're offering stuff at three in the afternoon when nobody's clamoring for your burgers and fries and chicken sandwiches anyway. So a lot of it is uh, figuring out how to make the most out of their the space that they already have. Did they talk about how the drive-through test is going? Because they made this big push into the suburbs after COVID um, or during COVID, and you said that their food is made to order, so it takes longer. Um, we've seen chains like Chipotle go to the drive-through with their Chipotle's, um, but we've also seen places like Smoky Bones use the drive-through in a little bit of a different way, where you order and then you park and wait for it. Um, so. Has Shake Shack talked about the logistics of their drive-through? They've really just started testing and testing it in small ways. I mean, the drive-throughs are up and running and they're very pleased with the results, even though they cost more to build, they also uh, allow for increased traffic and for for traffic in areas that, that has uh, less foot traffic than in their traditional urban centers. So they're pleased with that. They're building more. They added something like 18 more drive-throughs uh, over the past year. So that's still a tiny part of uh, their system, but they see it as very much a part of their future. Uh, but he was asked how, how the test was going, and, and he said, well, no, what we know so far is that people want combos and drive-through. That's something the whole industry knows, but he, he didn't go into detail, details on exactly how they're performing. And they're, they're little tests. He said uh, both the uh, combo meal and dessert tests aren't going to impact the overall uh, business, the, uh, the, the profit of the company, because they're small, but they're trying to figure out how they can improve things operationally. They also have... Uh, pretty much completed the rollout of kiosks at all domestic locations, uh, which are company owned, except for like travel plazas and airports and stuff. And that uh, increases uh, the average check by high single digits. So that's something that they're happy with and, and they're gonna continue to, to engage in uh, digital marketing and just having those kiosks available. And, and, and this is something we've heard across the industry that if people don't have to talk to a human, they buy more. 
And uh, during the Burger Showdown interviews, one of the people I interviewed said that they think that might be because of the embarrassment factor, that if you go in and order a huge burger and fries and a massive shake, you know, you don't want to be judged by that person taking the order. And the kiosk doesn't judge you. The kiosk like, sure, have another burger, get an order of onion rings. You're worth it. And so I, I think, in fact, I, I haven't spent a lot of time at kiosks, but I think that kiosks should sort of be like chat GPT where they're just cheerleaders. I'd like to see kiosks do more of that friendly engagement, no judgment. They're just there to make you happy and get your order accurately, which of course they're better at doing than humans because humans make mistakes when it comes to orders and stuff. And that's something the computers are really good at. Now, you know, you brought up that that these kiosks increase the money that people spend, the items they get. They're probably getting cheese fries instead of regular fries. They're probably adding a shake. Um, that's interesting for Shake Shack because they're already on the higher end of a fast casual scale when it comes to price per item. Um, so did they talk at all about, because it doesn't sound like they're interested in discounting at this moment, um, did they talk at all about how consumers are reacting to their prices amid inflation? Uh, they, uh, uh, Katie Fogarty, the chief financial officer, talked about that a little bit, that they're going to be raising prices a little bit um, more on the third-party delivery uh, apps because they want people, obviously, to be using the Shake Shack app because that's more profitable and they don't have to pay anybody for it. But they're going to continue to raise prices a little bit, and they don't seem to be getting pushback from their customers when it comes to price. I mean, they, they do skew rich, um, I'm pretty sure, so that uh, they, they have less of a concern about the low-income customer that probably isn't going to shake check very much. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of First Bite. We'll be back on Tuesday with a brand new one. Until then, stay up to date with all your news on NRN.com.